this is Dana. This is Max. And you are listening to Rom Commissures. And we got candies in our mouths. Yeah, sorry if you hear hard candy. That's Max's fault. I, I gave one to her. Um, I guess she asked for one. But this movie is my fault because we were on Netflix and I saw it and I was like, oh, we got to watch it. Yeah, it's, it's got Noah Centineo. How, how bad could it be? It's the new Netflix film, The Perfect Date, starring Netflix rom-com hero. Yeah. Alpha male. <laughs> Alpha male. Noah Centineo of uh, P.S. No. Um, P.S. I love you. I was going to say that. Uh, to all the boys I loved before. The sequel is P.S. I still love you. Oh, it is? I think it is uh, P.S. I'll always love you. I don't know. Don't ask it's me. It's a P.S. But yeah. Noah Centineo of To All the Boys I Loved Before and Sierra Burgess is a Loser fame. Yes. And then there's, uh, what is it, Camila Mendez? Yeah. Camila Mendez of uh, Riverdale. She plays the hot unapproachable one who is not really a character in the movie. No one is a character in this movie. Uh, yeah. Out. Okay. So let's just do the plot. The plot boy goes. All right. First we'll do, do the intro music. Okay. Cue intro music. Alright, plot. Max, hit us. Okay, so Noah Centineo is a very hot boy who's very good at school and wants to get into Yale. And he writes a terrible, terrible, terrible admissions letter. His essay is like, like I want to change the world like Steve Jobs and Elon Musk. Yeah. <laughs> And um, his like guidance counselor is like this sucks, um, and she's like, and he's like, I don't understand. But this is all I want to do. I want to change the world, but get into Yale and be real smart. His dad is a washed up author, um, and divorced. The Noah Centineo character we should also point out. His name is Brooks. Brooks Radigan. Brooks <laughs> Radigan. But he has no hobbies or interests. No, we don't hear him mention a favorite book or like he doesn't like movies. When the guidance counselor is like, what is your deal? He's like, well, I want to go to Yale and I took the SATs and I did really good. And then later when he's interviewing at Yale and like the Yale admissions officer is like, what's your deal, kid? He's like, well, I got a 1570 on my SATs. And the, even the admissions counselor is like, that, what? Like, yeah. Then that, then tell me a thing about yourself. We'll get to that scene. Um, That's all to say he has no personality. Yeah, uh, he's got no personality, but he's handsome. He's Noah Centineo. He's got great grades. He's got a best friend who's uh, who's black and gay, so covers both the bases of the things that aren't in the rest of this movie. There is no gay like kiss. No, I mean, doesn't like this movie doesn't care. Like, even if it had the gay kiss, I would be like, okay, this is better than usual movie, but still, this is in the deep background. Yeah. Um, he is uh, asked, or he chooses, he works at a sub shop with his friend, Murph. Murph! 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 That was the best part of watching this movie. <laughs> whenever Murph. they said Murph, we just yelled Murph like Matthew McConaughey <laughs> in Interstellar. Murph! Murph! Um, but while they're working at the sub shop, there is a, a bully. A bully? He's like, kind like, of just like a dumb jock. Yeah, some kind of just like Aryan ass. <laughs> um,. <laughs> With his friend, and he's like, I don't want to take my cousin to the formal, because, oh, she sucks. And he's like, for some reason, he's like, yeah, I'll go. If you let me drive your car. And, like, he's also going to, like, the, the Aryan kid is also going to get paid to take his Which cousin Which raises there. a lot of questions. First of all, it's like, the cousin we meet, who's the love interest, the main love interest of the movie. Yeah, ends up that. She's a pretty girl. Yeah. Seems like she has friends. Yeah. Why, A, does she need a date to this school dance? Like, her, her parents are going to pay her cousin to bring her to the school yeah. dance. And B, uh, so why can't she just, A, or go to the dance alone or with her friends, as she does later in the movie, yeah. to a different dance? A lot of dances at this school. Yes. Um, but... Or why didn't she, B, not have to go to the dance if she doesn't want to? Again, these are things that the movie doesn't isn't really interested in answering, but... Uh, Noah Centineo just wants to take this car. Brooks Radigan. Sorry, again. Brooks Radigan, you know. Um, Fagan's number three, Brooks Radigan. <laughs> Brooks Radigan. He's, he's great at, like, cutting the purse <laughs> as a cut purse. Is this like you think he's an Oliver Twist? That yeah, Brooks... totally. Brooks Radigan is no, a Brooks total Radigan, Dickensian name. Brooks Radigan is like an SNL one, one season. There's Brooks Whelan, I know, who is I'm... an actual one. But I know. Radigan. Radigan. 
That Radigan is... is the mouse, is the rat villain in The Great Mouse Detective. Which is Dickensian. That's fair. There we go. You know it, back to Max. There we go. You um, win this one. Yes, I do. Um, but he just wants to drive the car. He wants the money. He goes to meet up with uh, this girl, Celia Lieberman. Who's an edgy Jewess, which I think is a weird trope in movies. Like, think about, like, Saved and Starter Pretend. It's just like, I'm a brunette. I'm edgy. My last name is Lieberman. Yeah, but it's like the thing in, like, uh, My Best Friend's Wedding where, like, the most Jewy person in the movie is this person. Yeah. Like, really? Um, Who was Jewy in My Best Friend's Wedding? Yeah, it's, uh, it was, uh, Julie Roberts was a Jewy one. She's Jewy? Yeah, she's oh, a Jewy yeah. one. She, yeah. she went to Brown. She's she's coded Jewish. She's neurotic. Mm-hmm. Um, which, again, that what a weird choice movie. That movie. Best Friend's Wedding. Uh, but anyway, back to this movie. Um, they go to the dance. She's she's so temperamental. She wears combat boots. She doesn't like it when people open doors for he, her. He, like, opens her door and she's like, I can open my own door. It's like, we get it. You're a feminist. Ooh, I think feminism is opening my own door. There should be more female serial killers. <laughs> I said it. Um, that's a, that's a 30 Rock joke, people. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it goes well, and he's like, ah, "I should do this. I should be a professional date. I'm really good at it." And then Murph's like, "They're saying this at the sub shop," and Murph's like, "Are you sure? That sounds like prostitution to me." And he's like, "No, it'll be great." And then Murph just makes an app for him because Murph makes an app. Also, Murph has this total like Wade, Wade from Kim Possible like dungeon. Lair? Yeah, in his room, he's got like so many monitors and stuff, and he's just like. Always calling back and calling back to... Uh, so now this is an app where anyone can request a date with this high school boy, which just, like, apparently is successful, we find out. And also just totally cool by all, like, the app store and, like, whoever gets publicized to, whoever's writing about it on the internet. Like, But also, like, seems, yeah. Tinder exists. And also just one guy, like... It, none of this, none of the like actual functions of the app make any sense. No, it, it is a no, nonsense. There's world. the best part of the app is there's a screen that <laughs> that Murph has separately named My Tracks with is, a K with a K. Which is, no, it's it's a C K Z. I thought it was T R A K. No, I think it's I think it's uh, uh, C K Z. All right, well, My Tracks just for I think it's just for Brooks's version yeah, so of the app. that he can see how close he is to getting the money for Yale because of course he doesn't have the money to get into Yale or to pay for Yale. Um, but it's it serves in the movie as this like fake piece of visual storytelling. Like when people think of visual storytelling, it's supposed to like have some kind of meaningful aspect to like what's happening in the movie, like. It's like the house is changing or something. But this is just a like video game kind of like, like quest dot, Yeah, it's horrible. And, also, and he like, keeps looking at it throughout the movie. And also, so Brooks, we have a montage of him going on dates. And he each date requires him to become a silly character. Yeah, which this movie is a secret like kind of backdoor pilot in Noah Centineo's life that he can do character stuff and I not mean, just be barely. a hot teen. Yeah, I know. His doing character stuff is wearing a cowboy hat. Yeah, it's it's like, um, yeah, he, he's not really ever doing that much. It's all just like uh, high school improv level of impressions and such so it's like what for whatever reason he gets invited to be the plus one on very specific dates like i need someone to come with me to this art opening it's like why why? would you need a date to that i need someone to come with me to this rodeo yeah the only one that's cute is a girl who asks him for dating practice and oh it's really cute and And she just like is nervous and doesn't know what to talk about uh uh-huh and she's she's just she's really great that was the best. That's best the best one. one. The other one, you're like, why? A, why does this person need to hire a date? Uh, we never find out what he charges. No, but apparently it's enough to like get like a third of the way on the Yale thing, which costs like a quarter of a million dollars. I mean, yeah, either whether it's four years or even just one year, that's like a thousands of dollars. Yeah, he's doing really well for himself. Um, the second best date is the one where uh, a girl brings him to a family <laughs> dinner to be an absolute douche. So that they will like her actual boyfriend more. That's a good and one. And she's just got this, like, just this shitty grin on her face the whole time. And it's so good. Um, but, yeah, the movie keeps going. And- All the while, he keeps, like, subtly flirting with, um, with, uh, 
Celia. Celia, who like is painting her nails black and like, ooh, she's edgy. And at one point she goes, just because I'm a little weird doesn't mean I'm less human. Yeah. Oh, God, she's so weird. She's a weirdo. She's a weirdo. It's like, oh, just because she has a rich family in a nice house and beautiful clothes and is thin and has nice hair Mm -hmm. and it's like but she wears combat boots and a leather jacket like the notorious tough fonzie so i (laughs) mean she said she would rather go to a bookstore cafe than a school dance yeah and anyway people don't dance at the school dances they're just taking selfies for their instant gram oh those other girls taking selfies celia in case you haven't picked up on this is not like other girls she's a cool one but not cool in that way she's cool on her own feminist terms she's watched dari (laughs) Mm. She she has watched and imbued the values of, of Daria. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, but she has a crush. She's also the daughter of, we didn't say this, she's like the daughter of like the head of Yale, Yale? or something. It's really unclear. It's like, I think they live there's in a line like of dot. Connecticut. Greenwich, like, Connecticut. Yeah. Either her dad is the president of Yale or her, someone she, someone knows. she knows is the president of Yale. So she's like, I'll get you a meeting. And then she gets really mad at Noah Centineo when he researched that the head of admissions likes bees. Mm -hmm. So then when he's like, what are your interests? And Noah Centineo is like, oh, shit, I don't have any interests. He's like, I'm interested in honeybees. And they really hit it off. And then as they're coming down the stairs, they're like, ha, honeybees. And she's like, what the hell was that? You don't know a thing about honeybees. And it's like, girl, first of all, you just met him. Mm -hmm. Maybe he does like honeybees. And also, like, is that the worst thing in the world to, like, tweak? So many people lie on their uh, college applications. I, of course, did not. Yeah, neither of us did, because we both got into our Ivy League school yeah. uh, perfectly above board. Yes, I I was a wrestler in high school. I did very well on my tests. We get it, Max. I, we both went to the same college. I defeated Jormungandr, the world serpent. These are all things <laughs> that I put yes. on my application I, and our truth. I know I got into school because I was the first woman to come, uh, circumnavigate the globe. In mm-hmm. a homemade sailboat. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, they were very mm. impressed by that. I did that too, but of course not as the first woman, because I was grabbing onto Jormungander <laughs> and he kept trying to go around, but I was not going to let go. Uh, uh, but yeah, so then I was just like, compared to the, the USC admission scandal of like people paying millions of dollars, I was like, this poor boy who has perfect grades who's like trying really hard him trying to be affable in his interview that's like the worst sin yeah oh god and 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 the things that the um the admission guy brings up it's just like uh um i don't want i'm not interested in the things that you do to like get into college that you are you do extracurricularly because he brings up like french club and something and but he's like i the kid who was sitting here in that position right where right where you are before an hour before he makes trash eating bacteria in his free time and I'm like that's totally a thing that he's doing for college yeah. it's not like oh i just love these these bacteria no high school student is like ooh i love making bacteria in my free time it's mm-hmm. like jesus christ of course he's trying to get into college you weirdo yeah it's in like the things that college admissions people are impressed by it's just like oh i play the bassoon upside down <laughs> oh, we need an upside down bassoonist for our upside down orchestra. Yay! We finally have one. Oh, it's so. See, my parents just paid $100,000 for the upside down orchestra conductor to lie and oh, say, they, they photoshopped your photos. face on upside down. It, w- it worked. <laughs> They're like, oh, most people put it on the right way up. So they, it looks like their heads are on yeah. the wrong way. But no, she noticed. They so. photosh- yeah, they photoshopped my, me playing it upside down. Uh, but yeah, so then at this point, because we need oh, conflict. We, we forgot the idea that Celia is wants to date this guy, Franklin. Oh, Franklin, who's like the worst. Yeah, con- contrary to popular belief, he is not a turtle from Nick Jr. <laughs> he's just like every stereotype of like, I just love vinyl. Yeah. And then he's like, ooh, coffee, you got to do a pour over. Yeah, and my, my idea of this guy was you, you can't get this pretentious just in high school. No. This doesn't happen just in high school. You're not this coherently pretentious. This takes molding in college and maybe an MFA program or two. Um, the point is like, yeah. <laughs> good one. Um, the point is like, uh, Timothy Chalamet and Lady Bird nailed it. Mm-hmm. And going any more heavy-handed than that, you're like, nope, it just doesn't work. Yeah, and of course, like, he's just like into vinyl and coffee. And yeah, so so Franklin go and Celia go on a date because it works. Haha, ha, Noah Centineo being her fake date made him jealous, and they 
go on a date. But it turns out Celia doesn't like him because all he talks about is vinyl and coffee. But uh, then Brooks got what he want because he had a crush on Camilla... Her name's Camilla Mendez. Mendez yeah. Camilla Mendez. Yes. Shelby. She, her character Shelby, and she's the rich, popular girl. And she she doesn't really seem to have any character. She's just kind of pleasant and invites people to parties and wanders up to Brooks and thinks he's hot. Yeah, like it's sort of weird because clearly in the narrative of this film, everyone thinks that Celia and Brooks are, they're pretending to be boyfriend-girlfriend. But like on such a, like a low-level, vague way that like, whereas it was the center of To All the Boys I Loved Before. Yeah. It's just like not really talked about or even thought about in this movie. Yeah, it, like, no one actually cares, except because apparently uh, Shelby just, like, wanders up and, like, openly is flirting with Noah Centineo right in front of his supposed girlfriend, where it's, like, she's that's so weird and bizarre where you're, like, she has to have a turn. Like, you expect her to yeah. be a villain, like, that she was trying to sabotage uh, Celia that she was using him yeah because we do see a, like a breakup like a fake breakup scene that they made up for, so that Celia could get with Franklin and but Brooks does it too hard and actually like gets at her and he's, he says things like you think like, I forget what he says but it's things like you, you try to be so weird because you think that there's nothing else in your life and like if you weren't boring. yeah if you, you, you weren't weird you'd just be boring and she's like slaps him because that is really rude to say even in a fake breakup and then immediately Shelby, Shelby finds him outside and just starts macking on him. And you're like, girl, what? You think that she's going to like pour some pig's blood on him at the formal when yeah. she invites him. It's like ridiculous. You, it really sets her up as a villain. And then it turns out like then he does get to go to formal with her and they just like, she's just kind of boring. Yeah. She, yeah. She just wants to be like a head fund, hedge fund, they're private like, equity person. They're like out to dinner and they have nothing to talk about. And you're like. I thought the whole point of this was that Noah Centineo is a perfect date and he yeah. knows how to give everyone what they want. And somehow everyone knows that he's going to be a perfect date for them and that's why they find him on the app because he's got references or something? <laughs> I don't know. The thing is, and not to get too distracted from the plot, you could fully just go on t- Like, if you need a date to something, you could just go on Tinder and make your profile like, I need a date to this and keep swiping until you find someone you yeah. like. More choices than yeah, this one certainly. dude who may or may not be handsome because his photo is not on the app. Yeah, it's just like an outline of a generic it, yeah, guy. His head, yeah, maybe they look at my tracks and they're like, I'm going to reverse bitmoji this guy. <laughs> oh, that's what he looks like in real life. Do they, I would be crazy if they could see the my tracks and they're like, he's just in this to make money for Yale. I mean, I think that would make it more endearing probably than just like there's this faceless guy who just wants to go on a bunch of dates and get paid for him. <laughs> it is creepy also, like, if a girl did this, she would get raped and murdered. Yeah. And also, I think it's creepy if I found out a guy was doing this. Yeah. I feel like that's weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... Uh, you have to be more upfront about your services and who is involved and such, rather than just a guy showing up. Also, if... Yeah, he would murder... I would think he would murder you. Mm-hmm. Also, if you... If this, if the genders were reversed, they would call you an escort. Mm-hmm. And... The connotations that yeah. go with that, but, Shel- but Shelby learns that, like at the party, that she that he does this, and she didn't know when uh, the girl who wanted dating practice sees him and actually got a date, um, and asks the thanks, and she thinks like, "Oh, Shelby, you're doing this too. That's why, obviously, why you're with him," which is mean because, of course, like people involved in sex work can have romantic relationships <laughs> outside of it. Um, yeah, she get also, and then Shelby, you think she's gonna be a bitch. Um, because I, I guess she kind of thought he was rich because I don't know. Yeah. I think Celia told her yeah, that he was rich. Yeah, he's from the rich area of town or yeah. something. Again, he didn't lie. And then she's like, you know why? I am better than you, but not because I'm rich, because I'm not a liar. And it's like, he never lied. He wasn't. Yeah. What did he do? Yeah, it is. It's one of those moments where you're like, she gets the moral high ground. Yeah. And then at the party, because it's a formal uh, and Celia did end up going. We also missed the part where he just, again, falls out with Murph, along with Celia, from this, like, really hard fake thing, this fake breakup thing. Um, It's very weird, also, that they just sort of go through the motions of, like, oh, in the rom-com, in this part, like, because he's getting involved in this new app thing, he ignores his friends, and his friend gets mad at him, and he's an asshole to his dad. It's really the social network. 
Like he gets so involved in the app that he forgets how to be a human. Yeah. <laughs> and then he feeds a chicken chicken or whatever happens in that No, movie. Andrew Garfield fed a chicken chicken. Oh, that's what happened. Um, yeah, it's like he, he went on so many dates, but he forgot to be himself. Oh. He could be so many people, but not himself. Oh, sometimes you think that you use the app, but then the app uses you. <laughs> oh, you thought at the end of the movie, his dad, who was sort of like a, a formerly successful novelist who sort of dry, washed up, then gets this big grant. And Max is like, oh, that was sweet. The son used his money from the app to pay his get to give his dad a fake grant. But I don't think he did. I think he did. But they just, never, they would you think this movie would have just not done that? Not told us? Not explained that? I mean, I think they maybe cut it when they realized we're at 90 minutes. This cannot be any longer. I think it says that uh-huh. it is exactly an hour it and 30 minutes. It is 130 minutes. minutes. Um, but and can, yeah, at the end of the movie, his washed up novelist dad gets a big grant. Yeah, because... Uh, but they meant they teased earlier that the dad wrote this new work... This new story about an asshole son. No, it's because of him, I thought. It's because of him, because he, he pushed me to do it. And because and because Noah Centineo, in this movie, he does not do anything for his dad. Or Brooks doesn't do anything for his dad. Played by Matt Walsh. Matt Walsh is given nothing to do. No, he's a delight. An incredibly funny human being. Yeah, he's just, I mean, he's a delight in this movie. I wish it was more about him. I wish it was about just the parents. Yeah, with all the all these Netflix uh, rom-coms they should just be about the parents because the parents seem to be having fun or got something weird because like Celia's mom sees Brooks when she comes <laughs> on the stairs and she gives him a look she is into him she gives him Celia's mom gives him a look like I want to fuck that child yeah yeah no thanks Dana <laughs> that's that's on our podcast that's forever. what the look is yeah but it's on the podcast someone's going to isolate it and just oh boy how old is Noah Centineo he's, he's of age he is certainly of age he is 22 years old. Yeah, also in like the year or so, not even a year, since uh, To All the Boys Alive Before came out, he, he's gotten beefier. Yeah. He, His neck has gotten much more necky. He has aged rapidly yeah. and works out clearly because he's so buff in this mm-hmm. and you're like he never takes off his shirt he doesn't but he, you can see his like pecs there's yeah, but it's like come there's on. that scene of him where I'm like what part of him were we supposed to feel sorry for where this like very objectively gorgeously attractive high school has nothing wrong in his life great physical shape great grades a close friend uh gets along well with anyone and and the confidence to get along with anyone gets into yukon earlier with a full ride yeah like but he doesn't want to go because it's, it's not Yale, because he's brainwashed by this terrible, like, higher education industrial complex that we live in. So well, it's just like, I, and then he's kind of just like an asshole to everyone, where you're like, why are we rooting for this objectively He's got no solid guy. Yeah. He has no insecurity. Even like, and like, it's not like Shelby doesn't like him ever he sees the popular girl and he's like if only i could date her and she immediately she comes up to him comes, yeah. she comes up to him and is like hey what i'm shelby what's your name come to my after party like she's so into him immediately mm-hmm. there is no obstacle for him to overcome yeah it's ugh. like anyway even, we haven't even finished the plot of the movie even the the if, <laughs> oh, if the obstacle is like get into yale that's not like an active obstacle because he already has the grades and like everything. Mm-hmm. It's just, he just kind of has to wait to see if he gets into Yale. And it turns out he never applies. Yeah, he doesn't apply to Yale because he's, uh, well, he, he gets shot down uh, by Celia at the formal because oh. she doesn't want to be uh, his uh, backup plan. His backup plan, which is clearly what he was intending to do because he is a ball bag. Yeah, he really is. Um, but then he's just sad for a little bit. And his, like, um, Murph forgives him, but he's still sad. And then he, right, he meets up with Celia and he's like, I want you to read this, this, uh, admissions letter because, uh, or, like, my letter to my essay, um, because you know what they need probably for some reason, because she's, why would she, why does she read it? I don't know. I don't know, because she's like, fine, I will. And it's like, dear, ad- dear admissions office of the University of Celia. Yeah, it's really weird. And then he says, like, it is is really weird, so I'm not going to do this. He could have just not written it like that and just said, like, Celia, this was all a ploy to get you to read this. I sorry. Please take me back. It's And then he basically does the, the end of the Breakfast Club letter where he's like, throughout all this, I was a lot of characters. A cowboy, an 80s guy, a douchebag, an art critic. 
but the character that I couldn't figure out was being me. Yeah, it's really the the um, the scene in Tropic Thunder near the end <laughs> where Robert Downey Jr. is like, I I don't know who I am anymore. I've played so many characters. Um, yeah, and then he's then the dad thing happens where he gets the money, and I I think it's clearly that the, the money uh, that he got. From I the app. would have believed it if they had. But they dropped the plot, so yeah, canonically they, it's not. No, but then the plot is just like, dad applies to Grant and then gets the grant. Yeah. That's a, not a plot. I know, but they don't include that the son paid for it. But why include that he got the grant at all? Because to be like, the dad is, everything's looking up. Everything's coming up Millhouse. If they couldn't, if if they couldn't include like a scene where it shows like, your bank, like his like, yeah. app balance going from like, how many thousand to zero? Yeah, why didn't they just give us a, a dollar amount? Because they didn't want us to know how much it costs to go to a, 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 a nightly college. School. I think also, like, when you have money attached, it's, like, sleazier. Like, he's getting paid thousands of dollars for his time. That's, like, sugar baby. Yeah. Well, like, uh, I, I peeked at your notes, and you said the thing, like, a man disrupts sex work. And oh. that's totally the way that this movie goes well, about it. Like, I've, I've totally invented this new way to do it. He says at one point, this is totally clean yeah. and innocent. Yeah. I was saying... You, don't you remember those apps where it's like these Silicon Valley bros like invented a restaurant where you just put in the money and, and it's like or a grocery store where you put in the money and your item comes out and it's like you invented a vending machine. Yeah. Or like people like Uber, but it's like bus routes and it's like you invented a bus. Yeah. It's like a Silicon Valley bros. Like I invented a thing that already exists. To me, it felt like he's like, I invented this app. And it's like you invented being an escort. Yeah, but it's even even dumber in this way because like you could you argue- invented being an underage escort. Yeah, you could argue that like Uber was just like we've invented like private buses. No, no, no. Uber there was like a new thing where it's like we make pre stops. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. No, I'm but I I see that. But like it's still like a private system. Yeah. Like it's like we we're outside of like the public sphere. The city isn't paying for this. We are, and they could be like, ooh, so much better. Obviously not. Um, you could argue that this is just the same thing, and like he's being a sugar, like what's the sugar baby website? Um, Ashley Madison, that one? No, that's the no. cheating website. Okay, I don't know. I think there's a sugar baby like specific website uh-huh. where it's, he's just doing that, but being like, but no sex stuff. Yeah, well, I mean, which is a, which, which is, is a thing. Which is important, also. I think okay. though that so there, it would be a lot weirder if it had it. I think there are sugar babies who don't do sex stuff. I mean, no, there are, but I'm just saying like. Like, like this is a priori no sex stuff. But, like, I mean, he is being an a priori no sex stuff sugar baby. That is what this movie is. He's yeah. like, I am a handsome person. I will spend time with you and, and be with also, what you want. Obviously, I'm great. I'm gonna do it perfectly. Well, like, well, uh, they also say multiple times. He's like, I'll be like their fantasy. Like, I'll be exactly the kind of date they want, which is like also what it is. Yeah, and just assuming that you can do that. Come on. <laughs> no, oh. I've gone on a lot of dates, and I wish I'm. I feel like I'm a. a fairly attractive like normal looking person like i have not been like a date worth paying for (laughs) (laughs) i'm a fine person but people are with me out of mutual yeah you know yeah the only way that it seems like it would work to me is it has to be subterfuge you're just willing to be part of the subterfuge yeah like so like the one the one at the family dinner that makes sense like okay that's that's an actual good job or it's just like you accompany someone to an art opening they also don't dive into like what is an interesting element which is like do any of these women gain feelings for him yeah he like hiring this person to be your perfect date like he looks like noah centineo and he's very charming why don't any of these like dozens of women going on dates with him have feelings for him or like try to text him after yeah and do any of these teens know about deuce bigelow male gigolo are they aware of this movie because they didn't mention it at all and they say gigolo several times and i don't know how you can say gigolo without thinking of deuce, deuce bigelow, bigelow and at least saying it once they never say it but they do make other references to show that they're edgy yeah they don't make any references to american gigolo gigolo the richard gear movie Ooh, when we see his butt i also have not seen you that see movie. his butt um is there a hamster in there no <laughs> dana you're the one who brought up richard Gere's butt yeah but it was in a cinematic context i mean maybe so is mine we don't know what's on <laughs> <laughs> just because neither of us have seen the movie 
the one good joke of this movie is they talk about this imitation Banksy around their town that's really yeah. basic and dumb. It's really good. It's just they all. It's just people wearing gas, gas masks. masks. <laughs> and then we find out that it's Franklin, the dumb pretentious guy who likes vinyl and coffee. That he's the dumb Banksy. It's really good hearing him explain it. It's just like when you, when you put. It, it's, it, his name is Trashbug, I think. Yeah. It's just like when you put a gas mask on something, it just like makes it like, ooh, weird. It's just, it's, he's like, like, a gas mask on the Pope? Yeah, and he's like, I gotta write that one down. Gas mask on Mr. Rogers, Ronald Reagan, the Pope. <laughs> 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 so that's like the one like fun part of this movie is that they, like you just see them everywhere. That's that's visual storytelling, and he and Franklin is very like industrious with how many of these things he's done. Yeah, you know what? Franklin at least has a hobby and an interest. Yeah, it's not easy to make those really big stencils at Kinko's or whatever. And it's not easy, I imagine, to go and vandalize like a really upscale neighborhood yeah. in Connecticut. Yeah, there are always those those uh, security guys driving around looking yeah. for black people. <laughs> like, that happens. That's yeah. what Connecticut is. Yeah. Um. But so th- then the uh, we're at the end of the movie, basically. Oh, yes. We haven't even said it. Like, I hate it so yeah, much. Uh, he's like gets a thing on the app. Uh, he hasn't shut. He says he's shut down the app, but he hasn't shut down the he app clearly because he gets this app. request from the app that won't let up. And obviously, it's Celia, and she's outside the door, and she's inviting him to a formal. And he's like, "But the formal's over." And then they go to the sub shop and. Um, Murph and the boy that he uh, has a crush has on. a crush on who came in sometimes who I think called call like tuna melt or something because that's what he always oh, orders. orders. Um, you never find out his real name. Yeah, it's such like a fake plot that they try and yeah. put in the movie. It's like, but you like him, and he, he he obviously doesn't like our middle grade sandwiches. He's here for you, and just like th- this really like fake reciprocity of like friendship that does not happen it's just it's one it's the point i think where i turned to max and i was like this is just rom-com mad libs yeah where it's like ooh, little like random i think it's it's more rom-com bingo yeah they're trying to to squeeze in as many as they can uh but then celia had decorated the whole sub shop to look like a school formal with it's like a Hawaii theme, yeah, and it's like he didn't deserve this. You know why he, is Celia doing a nice thing for him? Yeah, why did he, she need to do a gesture? Yeah, and what like he's already he's gotten into college for full ride or whatever. He's still very handsome. He's stopped doing the app thing, and he's got some notoriety in town for that. Probably either he has a ton of money that he has saved for himself, and now he has a full ride of co- to college so he can keep it. Or he gave a lot of money to his dad, which his sad dad, who's nice. always sad. One or the other. Who's, yeah, oh god. Uh, and then so, the movie's over, and then he's like, "Wow, what a great life I lead! Yeah. I got a party with my friends and yeah. my girlfriend." Yeah. It's just like let's reward Noah Centineo for being Noah Centineo. Yeah, I, I think this movie, like overall, it is lo-fi. It is it is the, it is the movie equivalent of lo-fi like hip hop beats to study to. It is impossible can, to pay attention. You to can't that. focus on this movie. No, it just slips by your attention. It's just like, oh yeah, I've got a coffee table in front of me. Hmm, I read that book once. Also, everything that I found charming about Noah Centineo and All the Boys I Loved Before. Not it's, present here. It's just, it's, I don't know. He's just so flat here. Maybe there's just too much of him or it's a poorly written character. Yeah. My idea was that, um, the, that, what, that's what makes you beautiful or <laughs> you don't know you're beautiful. Like, a uh, One Direction concept applies to boys. Totally. Like, like you think he needed to not know that he's beautiful? Yeah. He, yeah. He's way too, like, like confident in every aspect of himself. Like in, in To All the Boys, he was like kind of passively handsome. Yeah. He was, he's never like. Like horn dogging it, trying like getting a bunch of girls or whatever, and but and he had this interiority and sweetness that got drawn out of him. Um, there's no sweetness in this movie. No, he's he's really a dick a lot yeah, of the time. Totally, there's no sweetness, and just like the edgy girl, they're trying to do this thing, but they don't really have like chemistry. No, they way. don't. They, there's like one scene. The scene that I feel like they should. They're like implying chemistry is when they're driving to Yale to do that interview which again like a meeting with the head of admissions at a school seems like totally like like out of bounds yeah Uh, who does that's not a thing you do Mm -hmm. um but if he had if he had any like integrity he'd be like this is weird yeah I didn't know that the admissions officer met individually with students Mm -hmm. but and but Celia who is a total like anti like Anti Ivy League person is totally fine doing this for him, 
but and really wants it to not uh, be fake. Can't be fake. You can't be fake. You have to be in, have integrity. But she's not going to the Ivy League. She's going. Bullshit. She's going University of Michigan, incredibly well regarded like state school, out of state tuition. Yeah, I'm uh, not. I'm not going to one of those phony Ivy Leagues. I'm just going to a top ten school in yeah. the country, out of state tuition, University of Michigan. Yeah, because she what loves the football team. Yeah, I don't know. But in, earlier on, no, I was like, I'm not going to a state school. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's UCLA is a state school. Berkeley, USC, University of Texas at Austin. Not, USC is not a state school. Whoops, it's got the name. It's got the state in it, but it is like the largest private school in the country. That would make sense. It's like forty thousand private school students. I, I was Ridiculous. like, that seems too big to be, but you're right. I was yeah. just like, I see. It's University of Southern California, so I assumed it was a <laughs> the state, state of, of Southern, Southern California. California. No, that yeah. makes sense. Rutgers State School, secretly. Huh. Yeah. It's the only one that doesn't have, like, this name of the state in it. Um, what yeah. else do we have about this movie? Is there anything else about this movie? Yeah, well, again, I thought that, that there's just, the plot is very thin, and the character is very thin, and he's not... He's too weird. We, there's nothing to root for. He's mm-hmm. mean to his dad. He's not an underdog in any way. Mm-hmm. It, Shelby immediately likes him. Mm-hmm. Like there's absolutely no um, angst or uh, difficulty or fun. Also, the female protagonist is not an underdog in any way because she's rich. Her family really likes her. Um, and she... Uh, is super pretty and gorgeous and smart. But she wears combat boots. But she wears combat up. boots. She's edgy. And he wears a leather jacket. But even Franklin, even the boy that she has a crush on, like immediately likes her. So it's like, who is the under, like, who are we supposed to be rooting for here? Everyone is in a great position. Yeah. Oh, we forgot the weird thing where that bully with a nice car. Yeah, I was about to say, I was about to say Weirdly, uh, Noah Centineo's like, how'd you get that nice car? And he's like, I hustled. And it inspired Noah Centineo to make the app and hustle. But then... Uh, edgy girl. Yeah, Celia, Celia, who is again his cousin. Is like, he didn't hustle. His mom and, his, and his dad, dad, his dad, his dad cheated, on his... cheated on his mom. And his mom started dating a guy who runs a BMW dealership. And like, that is the hustle in a certain way. The if, mom hustled. Yeah, the mom hustled. That's a, like the car. It's a BMW i8. i8 costs at least $150,000. That's a hustle. That's like... Of the scale that you need to be doing to get into like pay for Yale or whatever. But like also, what is the the moral? Like, what is the message of this movie? Because also, then at the end, the whole great thing is like he's like, I didn't apply to Yale. I realized it didn't matter. But like, what is the message of this movie? Is it presenting the app thing he did as a bad thing? Because I'm not sure. I genuinely am like Murph got into UConn because of that. He's like, my grades are terrible, but I did really well with the app. I showed him some of my apps. I'm like, and they're like, I think I'm a genius. I'm also, like, sure, yeah, those are really cool. It was the only interest or talent uh, Brooke seemed to have. Yeah, but like, mm. what what is the message of the movie? Because it seems to be like that hustle was a bad thing, that the app was a bad thing, and wanting to go to Yale was a bad thing, and wanting to date Shelby was a bad thing. But it's like, I mean, that app was the only way he met Celia. It was, Celia didn't have a problem with it. He made a lot of money. He gave the money to his dad, maybe, or kept it. Like, And then we find out that the hustle, like, no, you just have to date someone who, you just have to date someone rich. And it doesn't matter about Yale, because you're poor. Yale's just for the rich people. Yeah, it's this. This movie does not have a thesis. It really doesn't. This movie is like, uh, in a certain way, like uh, Mad Libs were like an exquisite corpse. Like you, this one part means something. This one part means something. This one part means something. But connect. They mean all different things, and there's no connection. Between it's them. really vacuous, right? Yeah. They were just like, we have no Centineo. Let's go. Yeah, like no Centineo. He's charming let's make him do silly things. Yeah. Wouldn't girls love to date Noah Centineo? Yes. But the. I thought I told Max the way that this well one this movie is also Can't Buy Me Love which already yep. exists with Patrick Dempsey who is awkward looking in a adorable way which is perfect because he's believable as a nerd but still handsome. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think this movie would have worked better a la Kim Possible if his like business is already up and running and we don't really get the explanation of like why or how yeah or the why is to make money but like how it worked or was put together where we're yeah. just like we meet this guy who does this thing as an app successfully and then maybe you know he goes on a date with a girl and and then there's the conflict but like the way it's structured now 
does not work. Yeah, it's like we don't need an origin story to everything. Yeah, we could have just jumped in to a guy with an app. We see a guy on two dates. You know that like the opening scene of 27 Justice? I was about to say that one. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's how you do it. And but we don't need to see like how uh how she like gets into the 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 having a lot of friends. Yeah, or yeah. like being such a good bridesmaid or whatever. Yeah. Like we just can be like, oh, he happens to do this and is good at it. We 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 open on him doing like two different dates back and forth and nails both of them. Yeah, back, yeah, literally back and forth in like totally different styles. And he just keeps switching costumes. Yeah, and, like, hilarious. Le- leaves like the wrong hat on. Like, what is that your hat? Like, no, I picked up this one yeah. in the bathroom. Whoops, ha, ha, let me go back. Ha, Mrs. Doubtfire it. And yeah, then yeah, it's yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's Mrs. Doubtfire in one of the dates. <laughs> and then it's oh, here you go. So yeah, he's Miss, yeah, he's Miss, Mrs. Doubtfire on one and Mrs. Featherbottom on the other. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's revealed in the next scene, you know, like after the title sequence, what the app is. Yeah. Fine. And then we get a brief explanation, but like, this movie is only 90 minutes and it's a slog. Yeah. Like it's 90 minutes and there's a lot of filler and we don't even get the content that you expect yeah. or want. It's like Jello goes down easy. A lot of Jello does not go down easy. This like, is 90 minutes of Jello. Yeah, it's just like a, yeah, it's a 90 minute Jello drip. <laughs> is that the title of this episode? <laughs> no, I mean, we just we decided that the title of this episode was. No, I cannot write that. <laughs> I believe in you. During the movie, I forget what what prompted me to do that. I think it was when we were mad at oh, Shelby. No, no, I think it was during the um, was it wasn't it during the the Yale scene? Oh yeah, because because yeah, because when the, she's like, I, "You're an imposter," and it's like he was just nice about bees because he knew that the admission counselor and the admission bees. counselor was again like a total fraud because <laughs> admissions to colleges is mostly a fraud and. You only had this meeting because Celia's dad was is like the president of whatever. Yeah, it's all like the, this this back backdoor BS. Um, yeah, I don't like this movie, and I don't know. They're not going to stay together. She's going to University of Michigan. He's staying in Connecticut. They are absolutely not staying they're, together. That's, that's like a turkey drop situation. It's not even a turkey drop. They're going to dump each other before they leave. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's not the summer. We're going to have a summer. They're going to have a summer together, and then they're going to amicably break up because mm. they have no interests or passions. Yeah. Together. Uh, uh, bad like, movie. Yeah. It's a waste of time. I wouldn't. I would, if I were, honestly, if I were you and you're like, I just want a fun movie on Netflix. Don't um, watch this one. Honestly, don't. It's truly a slog and a waste of time. Movies you should watch on Netflix. Sister of the Traveling Pants. Not a rom-com, but very fun. Um, Jane the Virgin. You're just watching, looking at things you watch. On my list. Doubt. You watch Doubt. This is things I have not watched on my list. Edge of 17 is a good movie. Uh, Other Bowling Girl. More fun than I remembered. I did watch that last night. Uh, just don't watch this movie. It's a waste of time. It really mm-hmm. is. Like, look at, if you want to just look at Noah Centineo's face for 90 minutes, just go on his Instagram for 90 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And he's probably got some fun story, like, while he's in a golf cart and, like, going, singing some song, like, Old Town Road or something. The uh, remix or the original? I don't care. I hate that song. Really? <laughs> it's, like, nothing. It's, like, four notes over and over again. It's fun. Don't be a bad sport. Stardust is on Netflix. Yeah, you should watch, watch Stardust. Stardust. Um, as per our uh, appearance on Screen Drafts, it's a great episode. We did great. You should listen to it. Listen to Screen Drafts. It's a very fun podcast. Um, yeah, I, don't I think know. that's all I have to say about this very bland movie. Yeah, it's like I get into this mood sometimes. A lot recently, I was thinking about like also with Old Town Road. That was what made me think about it. Most music is bad. Most just things are bad. You're such a grouch. When, I mean, I only get in that mood when I encounter something I don't like. When I was watching this movie, I was like, ah, I guess most movies are bad. Yeah, it also really did. It made me like annoyed at how lazy screenwriters are. You know what? I wrote a fucking young adult novel. Yeah. No one's adapted my novel. It's better than this because at least the characters are emotionally consistent. Yeah. Ugh. 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 All right, we'll catch you next time. Well, I mean, I feel like, no, do wait. Do we have more to say on this? I, I don't know if we do, but I feel like we owe it to... What do you mean? This is like, we we were talking about Jell-O for 40 minutes. No, we were talking about Jell-O for a little bit. How did you end up liking that candy? We can talk about what other... Oh, I had things. Max's hard candy. You know, I didn't like it at the end because it kind of hurt my tongue. Yeah, it, it, it cuts it your mouth a little me. bit. You Max can't... gave me a, was it a Japanese candy? Yeah. 
What flavor do you get? I had grape. I had red circle, and it might be cherry red or it might circle. be apple. Mm, red circle. Um, but it's like a fizzy hard candy, yeah. and that kind of cuts your mouth up. Yeah. What are your feelings on the Star Wars trailer? It was a good trailer. Yeah, it was pretty good. What yeah. are your feelings on the Star Wars trailer? Uh, well, again, I know there are going to be Ewoks in there, but they don't show them, and I'm mad about that. Um, I like that new droid that they have. The one with the pointy face? Yeah, he's, he's named Dio. And Someone it makes on... me, it's a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure joke in my mind. Someone on Twitter called it the Beetlejuice droid because you know that scene in Beetlejuice when um, the Maitland has yeah, to transform yeah. and he pulls his yeah, face along? pointy face. That's what he looks they like. They both have pointy faces. Well, she, just she, she just opens up. it up. Does Beetlejuice count as a rom-com? Because I like that one a lot and I want to watch a good movie. I love that movie. No, because the couple's already established. Yeah, but I mean, it's a it's an anti-rom-com with Beetlejuice and, and Delia. Delia. Yeah, we have to watch a good rom-com next. Yeah, it's been a while. Too long. Yeah. Um, is is Something's Gotta Give good? Because I would like to have Something's Gotta Give and as good as it gets really close in, in the I've analogy. Also, I've never seen it, clearly. Yeah, I don't either. Um... I don't know. Yeah, what's a, what what's a good, good rom-com that we haven't watched yet? Yeah, people send stuff, stuff to us all the time. We should look at one. I just Googled good rom-coms. We've done this. Uh, we've done this. Have we, we, Valentine's Day is on here. This no. does not qualify. Did we do Bridget Jones? Yeah, we did do Bridget Jones. No, we haven't time. done Bridget Jones for this. Really? I we love done, Bridget no, Jones. No, we just did that for screen drafts. Oh. Again, watch screen, listen to screen drafts. Do you know what rom-com that I really like that yeah. I think is underrated? Sleeping with Other People with Jason Stakis now. Yeah. Great. Whenever I think of that movie, the title of that movie, I think of the uh, Bell and Sebastian song, Seeing Other People, hmm. which is a very good song. I hope the the movie is similarly good. Clueless is great. We could do Clueless. Yeah, Clueless is very good. There's a lot of- Clueless is a very good weird movie that ends up- <laughs> What, because she ends up with her stepbrother? Yeah, her ex-stepbrother. It's still really weird. Is it weird if you your parents marry someone as an adult and then get divorced a year later? I mean, it is the like subject of a lot of pornography these days, and it's really creepy. But it's also not your stepbrother, it's your ex-stepbrother. It's still creepy. Doesn't that make it better, though? But it's like, I don't know, you wouldn't date like your ex-real estate agent. I don't know. Yes, you would. I guess you could. What? Why wouldn't you? I don't know. Of course you would. I feel like, yeah, that works. You 100% could. I said something that is the opposite of the thing I meant. Oh, no. It's, I think the only reason it's not weird is because they didn't know each other as children. Like, if they grew up together, yeah. then regardless of whether your parents are divorced or not, that's weird. But if you're an adult person and your dad marries a stranger and then gets divorced from a stranger... We'll save it for the episode when we, we do. will, because I think it's okay. Um. Oh, God. Uh, can we do something weird, like something new and weird? I don't know. I got, I got some movies. I got, I got some movies we can watch. What? What's new and weird? I don't know. There's that. There's a. There's that movie I I, I saw in October. Night Night Short Walk On Girl. I liked a lot, which is a rom-com. I've never heard of that. Yeah, it's an anime movie, of course. Oh, we um, already did an anime movie. There are many anime movies, and many of them are good. We could do the Lobster. That's a good movie. Yeah, we lobster. did decide that that's a rom-com. Yeah, we and did. And that is weird and yeah, new. Again, listening to screen drafts. Um, Ooh, do you think Ex Machina is a rom-com? Uh, no. no, I don't like Ex Machina as much as everyone else does. I liked either. it. That was pretty good, but it's just like the, it, it, whatever. Um, we are rambling, but <laughs> we are. Um, what's a good way to end with a fun ramble? Why do they have two? They ended up putting out Tulip Fever. Oh, God. Yeah, they oh, did. Boy. Some somehow. somehow. I don't know if it ever was like in theaters, but it's definitely on Netflix. Yeah. Um. A weird thing about this uh, movie, The Perfect Date, is it takes place in a world clearly where Tinder and Bumble don't exist. Yeah. And, like, most of the internet doesn't. Because we never hear... Like, there would be a weird, like, on, like, our Connecticut or whatever, the Connecticut subreddit or the Grinch subreddit, where people would be like, have you went on a date with this weird teen? <laughs> yeah, I have. Because, like, there's one... One of the dates he goes on is with just an old lady whose husband is dead. And they, she's just lonely and they walk around. Yeah, and she offers a weird metaphor. It's like... <laughs> It's like she said, like, I, like I forget what it was, but she was comparing something to trying to find classical music on the radio without an antenna. antenna. And she's like, it's all static. But it's I'm hard like, to find any kind of music. Yeah, there's, you can't find anything. You can't find Rush Limbaugh on a radio with no antenna. Like, <laughs> but also just like the move. The, I think the most infuriating thing about this movie is it takes the premise of a guy going on dates for money and just does nothing with it. Yeah, it like flattens it down to its its most boring it's, plat like cardboard component. Yeah, and it's all so ancillary. It's all the shenanigans, and like may, like it keeps him away from his friends. Yes, but like there's no 
aspect of him that comes alive. He doesn't realize anything about himself because of the thing. We don't need, yeah, it's, you, you know how, like, with our rom-com rule, you're like, if you cut the relationship out, what would the movie look like? You could literally cut the app out and just have it be the plot of To All the Boys I Loved Before. Yeah. Where it's like, he's dating this girl to make their respective crushes jealous, which is the plot of To All the Boys I Loved Before. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm going to make a pronouncement. Okay. I think that unless there is, like, a phenomenon of a, like, Netflix movie, I don't want to do any more Netflix movies. That's fair. I accept that. I think I saw this one, because I was the one who said, Matt, we were like, what should we do today? And we, and I was like, I don't know. And Netflix is going hard on this one. Yeah. It was like, it's it's, it's big splash page with Noah Centineo, and I was the one who was like, oh, we gotta do it, it'll be fun. And it wasn't fun. And no, I, it's, it's never fun, because it's, it's just like this, this force feeding of just... Jello okay. again. The next, I'll make you a deal. The next Netflix one we'll do is uh, the Tall the Boys sequel. Yeah, yeah. Okay, sure. But, but otherwise, I just—they're all so bad. They're bad. What's bad mean? B Y A with an umlaut D. Bad. 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 I feel like bad. an umlaut would make it bad. Bad. No. Bad. It's it's an er, eh? Eh, yeah, it's an er, an umlaut above it is yeah. an eh? Yeah. I think if it's an E, if it's an A, yeah. I feel like that makes it ah, blood. <laughs> yeah. Blurred. <laughs> we have to end this podcast, Max. Somehow. We're still going to keep making vowel sounds. Okay, I mean, what is life but vowel sounds? Uh, well, I'm a freelancer now, so I'm going to... Yeah, Dana, Dana so, quit her job so that she woo! can focus on this full-time. Put this podcast <laughs> exclusively. So we're going to be posting more regularly, hopefully, uh-huh. until Max leaves us. Uh, right, well, we can still find a way to do this. You don't need to t- talk about me leaving. This is not a thing that's happening. Uh, <laughs> Max is leaving! Stop. We'll Skype. Stop. Yes, we will. Um... Yeah, pretty much it. Listen to the Screen Drafts episode again. Uh, don't watch this movie. Don't watch this movie. Watch uh, Stardust. Yeah. Which my it. mom didn't like for some reason. Your mom is incorrect. My mom, I, I, she just said, like, I like I was pressing her hard on this. I think she just, like, backed off a little bit. And she was like, I don't know, maybe I, I wasn't feeling so great when I watched it. I was like, whatever. It's okay. You can have your you can have your opinion, mom. Um, she also listens to, this pod, listens to this podcast, which I tell her not to. Oh, no. Parents shouldn't listen to this. I mean, we don't, I don't give anything away. I am a locked box, except for the Jormungandr fight. Um, Remember when I saw you out to dinner? Last yeah, time? that was weird. That was so weird. That was so weird. <laughs> you were sitting literally behind Literally, me. okay. I was out to dinner with someone, and, and Max and his girlfriend, Kat, were also out to dinner with Kat's parents, literally at the next table, and we didn't even notice like until our check came. Yeah, I don't know how. It was weird. It's, I, I'm it's a loud embarrassing. person. I like, know. It, it, I was also sitting like so they were kind of in my eye line. Yeah, it's like one of those situations where like I, I like if I didn't know you, I'd be like, oh, she was ignoring me. I wasn't. I know you weren't. I'm, I know you're. I know you weren't. Like, oh, of course I wasn't. And yeah. then I saw you, and I was like, oh my god, that's crazy. <laughs> I, like, went to the bathroom once. Yeah, really? I think. I, like, passed you. Goodness. crazy. Yeah. Ah, L.A. 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 And I saw Harry Styles this morning. Yeah. L.A. living. I recognized him. was around the house today. I went somewhere. Where did I drive? You worked out. I did work out, but I drove somewhere as well. I don't even know what I did today. Are you Harry Styles? I could be Harry Styles. Anyone could be. Oh, I got my hair cut. That's what happened. Oh, it looks nice. Um, Good job. I, I did it all myself. Uh, I had to go to a special room. Okay, <laughs> whatever. This is the end of the podcast episode. <laughs> I have stalled long enough to make this a legitimate podcast length. Um, again, talk to us on Twitter. Rate us on stuff. You know, all the things you're supposed to do with things you like these days. Um yeah. Thanks for, for listening. Thanks for thank you for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye. They are the rum and they bring the calm. Rom connoisseurs.